Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at Pod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. Howdy, y'all. Hope you guys are having a very good one. Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about California's compassionate cannabis programs and their attempts to bring that back after Prop 64, which broadly legalized adult use, squeezed out a lot of them. So as we talked about... um, Prior to Prop 64, which legalized adult use, cannabis under Prop 215 and and under its medical had clauses and had set-asides that allowed um, craft cannabis or allowed um, caregivers or any number of entities that are selling cannabis for medical purposes to a lot of specific amount for, you know, needy veterans or, or, or needy people who, who are on the lower socioeconomic uh, side of the spectrum, helping them to sort of afford their medicine. So California had these sort of compassionate care sort of programs that allowed folks like vets and folks like uh, low-income individuals to be able to get free cannabis, um, free amounts or free quantities of cannabis. And um, when when Prop 64 came into place, you know, those, those regulations sort of fell by the wayside and the neediest among us sort of lost access to their cannabis. But now that Newsom has signed the law that's supposed to revive the compassionate care programs now we're, we're attempting now we're, we're starting to see them try to bring that back so i'm going to read the article from san francisco chronicle that explains about what the efforts are to sort of bring back those programs california attempts to revive compassionate cannabis programs article written by mark Krendler from the San Francisco Chronicle. For years, Richard Manning knew what he needed to cope with his physical pain, his rage, and his PTSD, much of which he traced to a career-ending knee injury he suffered while on domestic security detail with the Marine Corps. Cannabis may not be the cure-all, 
but it's the closest thing he had ever gotten to one. Manning, a resident of Elk Grove, Sacramento County, didn't have enough money to buy the daily amount of cannabis he needed, but he was able to get it through a network of charitable donors spawned by the Compassionate Use Act, a 1996 California law that allowed marijuana use for medicinal purposes. In the wake of that law, growers and distributors began donating part of their cannabis crop to often tiny nonprofit collectives and later to dispensaries, which passed it along free to low-income patients. Using cannabis regularly helped Manning kick prescription opioids and alcohol and get back on his feet, he said. But the donations he relied on virtually dried up after the 2016 passage of Proposition 64, which legalized marijuana for recreational use in California and began taxing it at every stage of production and distribution, no matter its ultimate destination. It treated any cannabis leaving a shop as a sale. That meant that cannabis was taxed the same at rates that sometimes exceeded 38%, whether it was donated or sold for profit. When the taxes and the heavy regulations that accompanied them took off in full effect in 2018, the impact on the compassionate care movement was immediate and profound. Manning and others in his situation saw their options dwindle. Today, the prices at dispensaries are so out of reach if you need daily medicine and the taxes are about to go up again, said Manning, 44, quote, so the black market is where a lot of veterans and low income people turn. The prospect of poor and sick patients being driven underground for cannabis or losing access to it altogether was a major impetus behind the new state law, SB 34, which seeks to remove the cultivation, retail, and excise taxes on cannabis donated through compassionate care programs. The law signed by Governor Gavin Newsom in October eliminates much of the financial liability that cannabis growers and distributors face for giving their products away. As a result, some compassionate care groups that curtailed or entirely halted their charitable ventures following the passage of Prop 64 are now thinking of rekindling them. But even some of those who plan to participate say it is unclear whether the full network can be revived. Quote, it's a little bit hard to see right now, said Lindsay Friedman, who runs the Shelter Project, a charitable cannabis operation belonging to Jetty Extracts in Inglewood, Los Angeles County. Quote, it's a weird gray area, end quote. The original intent of the Compassionate Use Act was to get cannabis patients battling cancer, AIDS, glaucoma, and other illnesses. The high cost of using it, it regularly was and still is a critical factor. San Francisco's Sweet Leaf Collective was among the first mom-and-pop nonprofits to collect cannabis donations and distribute them to people in need. It started in 1996, immediately after the passage of medical marijuana law, delivering cannabis via bicycle to five AIDS patients that year. In time, dispensaries such as Kimberly Carlisle's 
a therapeutic alternative in San Sacramento started donation programs and large-scale manufacturers of cannabis products jumped in. Quote, it's part of the core of our company, said Friedman. Nothing that Jetty began employing couriers in 2014 to deliver free cannabis each week to hundreds of cancer patients statewide, regardless of their income. Some other groups did the same. Most non-cancer patients need, needed a medical card, a doctor recommendation or diagnosis or proof of low income to qualify for free cannabis. The San Francisco Bay Area was a hotbed of such compassion programs, especially in neighborhoods where the bank accounts of HIV and AIDS patients had been decimated by medical costs. Sweetly founder Joe Aaron told patients who said they would have died without the cannabis, which for many not only relieved pain, but also restored appetites that had been diminished by heavy use of pharmaceuticals. The Sacramento-based Weed for Warriors project, founded in 2014, took cannabis donations from growers and gave it to veterans. Sean Kerman, an ex-Army Airborne Infantry Soldier and former Wall Street hedge fund manager who heads the group, said that many veterans, himself included, found relief in cannabis and were able to kick the prescription medications they took for service-related injuries, PTSD, depression, and other disabilities. Proposition 64 changed the economics. It once cost Jetty Extract about $10 a patient each month to donate cannabis, Friedman said. After Prop 64, it cost 100 bucks a patient, which would have saddled Jetty with a monthly tax bill of $50,000 for the 500 patients it served at its peak she said. So the company closed the shelter project in 2018, Friedman said. It reopened this year and now serves about 50 patients a month. Sweetleaf drastically cut its service and had to seek donations to cover taxes on the limited amount of free cannabis it did provide. Now with the new law set to take, in a, take effect in early 2020, some of the mid-sized and larger players in the compassionate cannabis movement are taking tentative first steps to resuscitate their charitable operations. Kerman wants Weed for Warriors to begin partnering directly with small growers, creating a brand like Newman's Own, he said, that would roll proceeds into cannabis relief for veterans. Carlisle said that a therapeutic alternative will resume the cannabis care packages it halted in 2018 with a planned donation in spring 2020 of about $40,000 worth. And Jetty Extracts exploring whether to expand the shelter project. But the era of mom-and-pop nonprofits that kickstarted the movement in, in the 1990s may be over. You may be facing $15,000 in licensing fees or more, said Manning, who formed his own collective so he could donate cannabis to family members and fellow vets, but abandoned it after the passage of Prop 64. How are you going to operate like that? End quote. So, end of article. 
So again, this is this is a huge reason why I do what I do. Um, again, like like we say in the slogan, cannabis for regular regular arse people, and we're we're dead serious about that. You know, I I I I definitely I definitely fight the hardest for low income folks who are having trouble affording this medicine, and you know this medicine is a medicine, and it needs to be available to everyone, and not just people with like the right income or like the right sort of money and it needs to genuinely be available for the most vulnerable among us and i'm going to continue using my platform to fight for to fight for the people that need it the most that don't have access so again i i really hope that um these compassionate programs kick back up you know um the article is saying that they're not really going to be able to replicate you know, sort of the heyday of, of things during the Prop 215 SB 420 days. But, but you know, they are going to sort of come back to a sort of diminished degree and they're needed. You know, there's so many people that don't even use this as a medicine because they can't, they can't afford the upkeep. It costs to get a card. They can't afford to re-up on, on their medical supply. So they're either having to go to the black market or they're having to go to pharmaceuticals. And again, um, especially to those, especially to those who don't, who who don't happen to be badass troops or whatever, so many people don't really have access to this. So again, that's that's a huge reason why we do what we do, and I, I really hope that this program gets brought back in California, and the people that need the most get it. So again, I don't want to keep this episode too long. Hope you guys got a lot out of it. Peace out, ciao, and stay medicated, my friends. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voicemail at 617-466-9389 that is 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to try sequoia organics for a great source of cbd and hemp-based products you can check them out by hitting the link https colon slash slash bit dot ly slash three three four k r v nine and you can enter the following codes dog tree twenty tincture twenty forty percent off ISO fifteen percent off CBD entire store and you can also get inexpensive cbd flower directly to your door quickly and cheaply in new england and the rest of the united states by going to https colon slash slash shop 
dot boston empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland and my email to contact me is i am cannabis sativa at gmail.com and as always stay medicated my friends peace out